this episode, Rag and Court Talk have a special guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Today, we've got a very special guest hanging with us. You may recognize her as NCS Los Angeles' special agent, Harley Hadoko. That's right. We've got the amazing Andrea Bordeaux joining us. Andrea, welcome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited. And we're excited to have you. Like when I was doing research for the interview, like, uh, oh, I have so many questions. I know I, I know, I sent you some other information, but the storm, <laughs> the storm stuff, like I'm, I'm there right there with you. Oh, yes. The storm oh, movie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I know. That's what I, that's what I need. Yes. All right, Brad. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about your character on NCIS? Yeah, so um, in a nutshell, uh, Harley is a special agent uh, with, a, with a military background, specifically a Marines background. Uh, she's from Baltimore and has recently relocated to Los Angeles to uh, join the new executive assistant director, Mosley, and sort of um, like checking out the, the Los Angeles team, kind of integrating with them, seeing how they work. And then um, assisting her, in, I guess, in whatever decision will be made about the future of the team. Um, you know, she's super driven, smart, badass, knows how to take down bad guys that are twice her size, could fire a weapon, could, you know, run from blowing up vans. Like, she's just an all-around cool, tough chick. Just typical Marine stuff. Oh, yeah. Very, very typical. Very par for the course. <laughs> and you've been on the show for how long now? So I just finished uh, season nine. So I've only done one season. I started with the premiere of, of season nine and I did 21 episodes. So awesome. I, yeah, one season under my belt. Awesome. So how did you become involved with the show? So um, basically I auditioned. <laughs> that's, the, that's the main way that I guess we most, uh, most actors become involved with, with the shows that we're on. Um, like my audition was kind of a crazy process. I've, I've told this story, you know, a bunch of times and it's just, it, it's never not fun to talk about because it's so cool. Um, but basically I was having lunch with my boyfriend, Stu, and I, the audition email came through from my manager and my agent. And I was looking through the, the audition and reading the, about the character. And it was for, uh, the role of a nightclub manager in the season premiere, of uh, this current season of, of NCIS LA. And I was just kind of, you know, annoyed and, and a little bit frustrated because the role was, you know, a one day guest star. And, you know, I, I, I'm an auditioning actor. I was waitressing full time. And, you know, one day guest stars don't pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. you can do so many of those, but you can't really build a career off of those. Um, and so it was just sort of like one of those moments where, you're just a little down on yourself. And then, you know, my boyfriend being the amazing, supporting, loving, incredible partner that he is, you know, talked me off the ledge and told me that, you know, you know, just kind of reminded me that, you know, it had been a little bit slow for me and in the weeks prior to, and listen, it's an audition. It's a chance to go in and play. The casting directors were bringing me straight to producers for it, which is always a great feeling as an actor when you get to skip the pre-reads. And so he just kind of encouraged me to have fun with it and, and just use it as an opportunity to get a little work and a little bit of play. And he said, you know, if you book it and you don't want to do it, then you don't have to do it. So I was like, that's amazing advice. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and and I, I did. I, I went in and I, I prepared the scene. And, 
dressed really nice. And when I when I got to you know the audition, uh, Scott Gemmel, who's the showrunner, um, he asked me to read for this character, uh, Harley. And um, I, you know, I went back in and did a cold read about 15 minutes later, not really knowing anything about the character. And mm-hmm. from that, I was given a callback. And so I, I, it was narrowed down to, I think it was me and seven other women, and I got it. So, <laughs> That's pretty you know, cool. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane because, you know, I, you know, actors, you know, turn down auditions all the time for a million different reasons. And this was one audition that I really seriously considered saying no to. And if I hadn't gone in and, you know, gone in for that, that smaller role, I never would have been given this bigger opportunity. Wow. Wow, that's cool. You never know what's around the corner, huh? It's so true. I mean, I'm I'm definitely a testament to that for sure. I'm like the poster child of, you know, not knowing where your opportunities can come from. Yeah, you never know what can happen. So never say mm-hmm. no to anything. Go for it. <laughs> exactly, hard, right? I agree. Nice. Mm-hmm. So were you familiar with the show previous to this? Had you wa- oh, I'm, how, oh, you, how can you not watch it? It's been on forever. Yeah, of course I was familiar. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't an uh, an avid watcher. I've seen the occasional episode and I, you know, incidentally one of the first or not incidentally, coincidentally, uh one of the first shows that I did when I moved to Los Angeles was in CIS. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the franchise is it's major. I mean, it's up there. It's like Law and Order. It's like CSI. I mean, NCIS as a franchise, is, it's, it's global, a global phenomenon. And um, so I was familiar with it, but I, there was no time to, to binge watch or, or catch up on the seasons because once I got the job, within a couple of days, I was on set and I did not stop for six months. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was a very intense, grueling uh, filming schedule. Yeah, NCIS has been on. I don't know how long it's been on now, but I remember watching the first season. It ended on such a cliffhanger. It was awesome, but yeah, it's it's one of those <laughs> one of those series that's just spawned more, and it's just there's no end in sight for any of it. It just keeps. Going. Oh yeah, they're still going, and uh, and it's it's a machine, and so many of the actors that are involved in all of the different franchises, you know, like uh, for instance. Um, uh, Mark Harmon, who's the lead of NCIS. I mean, that show is going into, I think it's 15th or 16th season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're still kicking. Like, people love the shows. The fans are some of the most loyal and dedicated of any franchise or TV show that I've ever, you know, seen. Oh, yeah. So it sounds like you had a, you had a quick turnaround time uh, from getting getting home to getting on the set to get into that role. You, you couldn't binge watch. Uh, so what is your process for getting into the character? Like, how did you become Harley? Well, you know, it's, it's tough because um, this job was the first job or role that I had where I really had an opportunity to build a character. I mean, before that, you know, I was talking about those one-day guest stars, those... Mm-hmm. You know, those small coasters, those aren't really, they're characters that are, that of course are important, mm-hmm. but they're not characters that require a lot of work or backstory. So with Harley, you know, I didn't have a lot of information about her. I, I had um, a meeting with Scott when I first got the job and he kind of got to know me a little bit. We talked about the character and what some of the goals were for the character, but everything else is kind of up to me. You know, I was given her military background Um, and I didn't even find out that Harley was from Baltimore until probably 
seven or eight episodes into filming. Um, people, people don't realize that so much of the character. Oh, whoa, that's a big fire truck. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. That's okay. I used to live near a firehouse, um, and I would drive bad crazy. Okay. But um, yeah, so I, I wasn't given a lot of information uh, prior to. It's, it's sort of like, um, you know, you what I what I did was I just kind of looked at Harley like myself. You know, I what I figured out was, you know, okay, she's. Uh, someone who has a military background. Well, I have a military background. I was born in Fort Hood, Texas, and I, I was raised military. My mom was in the army. Um, you know, my my former partner was was served in the military. So, you know, that's something that right there is already ingrained in me in the same way that it's ingrained in Harley. And then I also decided to kind of play on the the unfamiliarity of being, you know, a new person on on this television show. The same way that Harley comes into Los Angeles and, you know, joins this team of agents and analysts, not knowing anybody, not knowing how anything works, not knowing how she's going to fit in. It's really, it was the same exact situation for me as an actor. Um, I was walking into a show that's going, that was going into its ninth season, a well-oiled machine. Everyone's already friends and family and has this, this relationship and this dynamic. And I had to also adapt to that. So um, what I what I've loved about, you know, about this character is really just being given the opportunity to kind of take it, you know, one day at a time, one episode at a time. And as Harley learned and grew um, throughout the season, so did I. And, and I, I think like it reflects back into uh, like we reflect back into each other. So did that make any sense? Oh, it, it totally did. Yeah, we actually had a follow-up question that was, you just answered our whole question that we had up there, so we're all good. No, it makes a lot of sense. It's nice that you've been able to pull from your own backstory to add into your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I, and I know, like, because, um, like, the, what, what the question I always get after that is, well, what's the biggest challenge? I'm like, yes, like, that was the biggest challenge. It was just, like, being new and not... Had, I had never, I didn't even know how many episodes I was going to do at first. I was pinned for six episodes. And um, I think I filmed eight episodes before I found out I was going to be there the whole season. Um, and so I really, you know, I didn't know what, which day or which episode was going to be my, my last day. And mm-hmm. so, like, the, the biggest challenge that came from that was just sort of, you know, enjoying the moment, taking it day by day, not getting too wrapped up, but also getting really wrapped up in it because you're a professional and you want to prove that you're worthy of being there and that you're a good actor and that you're a good coworker and all of those things. And so um, just like not caving into all the pressure was probably the hardest thing. That's awesome. So uh, would you say that you're anything like your character? I know you said that you both have that army brat background. Um, yeah, I, I think that we're, I think there are some similarities, but I do think that, um, you know, the, 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 the familial background and the military background is probably where the similarities end. Mm-hmm. Um, like Harley is really introverted. I mean, she will speak out if she needs to, and she definitely speaks her mind, but she's not the kind of person that needs to be saying something all the time. She has no problem chilling in the background, listening, observing, soaking things in like a sponge, and then coming out with something to say that's really important or essential. Whereas me, (laughs) I am not an introvert. I am an extrovert by every sense of the definition. And I 
never stop talking and (laughs) (laughs) I could probably, I could probably learn a little bit from Harley in terms of just kind of keeping your mouth shut and being a little bit more observant. (laughs) (laughs) So we were also going to ask you uh, what word of advice would you give to your character and what seed of wisdom would your character have to offer to Andrea? Um, I would probably tell Harley to loosen up just a little bit, just Mm -hmm. a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Good deal. And she does, like, she does kind of like, you know, she slowly starts to like pull the bricks off of the wall that's like guarding her. Uh But I think, I think we could, we could speed that up just a little bit more for her. Um, and as far as uh, advice for for that she would offer me, um, I think I don't know. I I really admire her resilience. I mean, they all of the agents go through so much on the show. I mean, there's the the emotional entanglements, the physical demands, like these crazy cases. A lot of them are emotional. Um, they're always putting their lives on the line. Like, and I love that. No matter what gets thrown at Harley, she she stays kind of like calm, cool, collected. She's poised. She doesn't overreact. She doesn't, you know, overthink things. She just kind of um, is really grounded. And I and I think that that's something that I really love and admire about her, and something that I could probably use a little bit more of in my own life. Okay, that's cool. That's very cool. And uh, so what would you say is your your favorite moment that you've shot as Harley? Like, what was your favorite thing or um, plot line? Oh, man. Um, I still say that my favorite thing that I've ever done is the one scene that I got to film with Linda Hunt. Oh, yeah. Um, That's, it was my favorite. I've only gotten to do a couple scenes with, like, that, that, Linda, like, and we and I were both present in, mm-hmm. but that one particular scene um, is the only one where it's just the two of us. And it was so special getting to film with her because, you know, Linda didn't work the first, um, I think, 10 weeks that we mm-hmm. were in production. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, of course, I heard so much about her and I, I got to meet her at one point but I never got to work with her. So that day, you know, and it was such a, it was such a great scene for just for Harley um, in terms of story and, and learning a little bit more about her background. And we got so much information from her in that one scene. And I love that so much of it was facilitated by Linda as Hetty. Um, and just, you know, being on set with Linda, watching the way that she works, her method, you know, she's such an intelligent woman Mm -hmm. and she just, she just understands human behavior on such an expert level and she's so relaxed in who she is. She's calm. She's comfortable. You know, it was, it was like a little bit of a mini masterclass. I mean, she's an Oscar winner. Um, And so just not even when we were, we were working just in between takes or I'm just being a creep and like watching her, you know, (laughs) it was, so valuable to me. And, and um, if I can gush for just one more second, you know, uh-huh. one of the things that she, there was a, a moment where uh, Lily who, who directed the, the episode, um, they were just kind of talking a little bit about some of the beats and stuff in the scene. And, and, and Linda just kind of, you know, she, she does like this really like beautiful, like, like laugh that's like full of like wisdom and years and all of that. And she just kind of like laughed and it was just like, I will always take my moments. 
And I was just like, thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. We all need to remember that. Yes. And it's like not just with acting, but with it, but in life too. And yes. she's so grounded and she just has this confidence that she is going to express herself in the way that is most authentic for her. She's not going to be rushed doing it. She's mm-hmm. going to do it in the way that, that, that is, that is authentically Linda. And it was just something that I needed to hear in that moment. And like, she's the kind of woman that gives you so many lessons without even having to really say anything to you. I love so, that. Yeah. Yay, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) So with NCAS uh, Los Angeles being an action-driven show, do you do a lot of your own stunt work? (laughs) Oh, we do pretty much, not all, but most of our stunts. There are only a couple things this year that I haven't done. Um, There was one thing that involved driving and then something else that I, I don't even think I was present for. I don't even remember but everything else that you've seen, like every time I fire a gun, it is a real weapon with live rounds. Um, I mean, they're not full loaded, uh, full loaded bullets. I um, mean, they're not real, like real gunpowder, but they're still live rounds that you can get hurt if, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're not wearing ear protection or if you're not using it properly or, or, or if it's not set up properly. Um, I've done stunts where, you know, there was one where me and uh, Todd, a.k.a. L.O. Cool J., we're in a, a room, a padded room that sets on, that gets set on fire while we're inside of it. We break through a, a wall. You know, we did everything with the fire. The only thing that we didn't do ourselves was burst through the wall. Um, when I'm running from the van that's exploding, I really ran from that van exploding. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like all of that stuff that like we do when we're jumping off of things and running across freeways and you know, rolling on the ground, all of that stuff. We're getting dirty. <laughs> we're, <laughs> well, we're putting, we're putting in the work, but the, oh, stunt absolutely. Team, the, stunt, the stunt coordinators, the stunt team, the stunt persons, every person that's involved on the show, like they are incredible. Like they're so talented and they, like they're the reason why we look so good because like when we're on set and they're setting up stunts for us, you know, they make sure that we're comfortable. We know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen and we feel safe and protected. And that's one of the reasons why we're able to do the stunts with such confidence because we know that we're in good hands. Awesome. And you also have somewhat of a uh, athletic background too, don't you? Yeah, I used to play sports once upon a time. <laughs> I used to, uh, I ran track. I was a sprinter and uh, I was on all uh, the relays and I did cross country, which I was not good at. Um, I only did cross country because I had to do it uh, during the off season so that I could still qualify for my, um, my UIL program for, for track. And then I also was a powerlifter and I was very, very good at powerlifting. I ended up going to nationals for that. You still powerlift? Wow. Yeah, powerlifting. So it's like, um, do you still do uh, it? It's it's a little bit. Go ahead. I'm do you, sorry. Do you still do it? Oh no, I don't. I still lift weights, but I don't powerlift okay. anymore. That's 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 far behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of lifting at the gym and stuff like that. So I'm always out there, and you know, I actually have a run tomorrow, which is a it's a 4K, but in the middle of it, you have to do some bench presses and curls and stuff. So it's a whole lot. Of oh, wow. I, I like moving weight. And my coach out at the gym, he was actually, a, he had an invite to the Arnold Classic a few months ago. So, yeah, weight, weight lifting is always fun. 
It is it is so much fun. I mean, I was I was in high school doing it, and I was on a on an all all girls um, team, and you know we we killed it. We went to state. A bunch of us went to nationals, um, and the meets are so much fun. It's just like I don't know, like the energy of it, and just watching people walk up to uh, like watching a a ninety eight pound girl go up to a squat rack and squat you know, 230, 240 pounds. It is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it is It is very amazing. And that's what I always tell everybody when they're doing it. I was like, weights are heavy. I'm like, I know they're heavy, but you get there and then you watch some of these people do it. And like, we have a, a woman out at our, our gym as well. And she's, you know, hundred and some odd pounds and she's squatting 250 and more. And I mean, deadlifting in like three, five. I'm like, wow, <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Deadlift was my favorite of the the events because for powerlifting uh, competition, and I don't know how it is um, in in adult adult powerlifting, so please forgive me if I'm misrepresenting something. But um, there are three lifts that you do: there's squat, bench press, and deadlift. Yep. And you do uh, three lifts for each event, and then your best lift is taken from each one and then combined for your cumulative weight lifted, and then that's you know, stacked against your weight. Um, and so like, I, I remember I went to, I think it was a regional championship and I lifted the exact same total weight as another girl in my weight class, but she weighed one, it was like one tenth of a pound less than I did. And so she took the gold over me. Hmm. Yeah. Everything's measured down that far. I'm, (laughs) Dead, yes, I love it's, deadlifts. It's intense. Yeah, I love deadlifts and squats and bench is my nemesis at the moment, but I'm working it. So <laughs> bench, is, <laughs> bench is hard for everybody. It's hard for us all. You're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so, a uh, question for you: uh, We have you now yeah. as Harley. Do you have any other projects that are coming up that you're excited about? Honestly, I don't have anything else that I'm actually booked on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm always auditioning for things, and uh, I am currently in pre-production on um, a very small art short film that I'm going to be uh, producing and actually starring in. Um, and my my boyfriend Stu is going to be directing that. Oh, cool! Um, and so we're I mean it's the very very early stages of that, but we're hoping to get that shot next month, um, and that'll be it'll be really really fun. It has a great concept. But that's all I can say without giving anything away. Okay. <laughs> so we'd, we'd love to talk to you about it whenever you guys have everything pulled together and you're ready. Oh, yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. That would be welcome. amazing. So awesome. In a time that where everything merits a reboot, what would be the show or movie that you would love to star in and what character would you play? Oh, my goodness. This is hard. I did not get a chance to think about this. Oh, God. Um, a reboot. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. Wait, no, I'm changing my mind again. <laughs> I had one, and then I was like, nah, that's not good enough. Okay, I'm about to go full-on cheese, okay? Like, full-on um, left field. It's not even, I wouldn't even, it's, it would be a reboot, but it was originally a cartoon that I would want to do the film version of. And I really, to this day, would kill to get a film, like a live-action version of the Thundercats. <gasps> yes! Oh. Yes. Oh, yay. Please let me play Chitara. Please. (laughs) That needs to happen. Like, put it, put it. I remember, like, like maybe 10 years ago, there were some rumors about 
a, a live action Thundercats movie being made and some artistic genius made up like a mock movie poster of it. You could, I'm sure you can find it online. And I think they put, I think Lionel was Matthew McConaughey. Oh my God. And yeah. And like Chitara was like, I think it was Taya Leone or it might've been Charlize Theron and Panthro was, it must've been like Sam Jack, Samuel L. Jackson or something like that. But you have, you have to look it up if you can, cause it's pretty amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Photoshopped perfectly. Oh, I see it. Oh my God. You found it. Yes. <laughs> oh uh, my God. There's Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. Michael Dang Clark it. Duncan. Okay. Yes. Rest in peace. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah we, so, we we need to see that, that when we come back so as a movie. Fun, yeah. but the thing yeah. is, it's like it's one of those things that could either be really, really amazing, or it would be so terrible that it would ruin the careers of every person involved. Yeah, you know who could make it happen? <laughs> Ryan Coogler. Make make it. Make you know it, what? Make it so. I I you know what? I don't <laughs> think that's a bad idea. We we can do that after he makes me storm and creates the storm uh, standalone film. How about that? Yes. I'm starting that petition. <laughs> Thank you. You are welcome. Somebody tweet to Ryan and let him know I'm ready. Yes. I would love a Storm standalone film. That would be great. Yeah, like it they've done everybody else. Come on. Storm is the most underused, mm-hmm. most undervalued, and she's the most badass. She's just too cool to not have her own movie. Look, I agree. Let, let's make it. Let's make it happen. Come on. Let's make it happen. Okay, so where can people find you on social media? <laughs> on Instagram, I am at Andrea Bordeaux. And on Twitter, I am at Andrea underscore Bordeaux. Uh, because somebody stole my Andrea Bordeaux on Twitter and they won't get it back. Are you serious? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. It's not right. And Twitter won't do anything about it. It's probably because I'm not verified yet. Yeah. You get verified, maybe they'll help you out with that one. Who knows? Yeah. It's We'll see. It's not that big of a deal, but it would be nice. All right. And then you have to put the real Andrea. Come on. Yes, exactly. Official Andrea Bordeaux. Ooh, I like that. The one, the, the one and only Andrea. That's too long. <laughs> your, fe- your future storm. Andrea. <laughs> yes. And then when I am playing storm, it'll be your current storm. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag storm. Hashtag movie. Now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you heard it here full first, people. You heard it here first. Hey, we, we'll push for anything. I was, I've was i been pushing for 20 years now for the uh, Cloak and Dagger movie or TV show to happen, and yes. it's finally coming this June, so I'm happy. Oh, good for you. I'm so happy for you. Way to speak that into existence. <laughs> yeah, I've been, been wishing it for a long time. So, yeah, it's coming out on Freeform. I can't wait for it, so it's going to be good. Right. Nice. I'm excited for you. Thank you so much for coming out and chatting with us tonight. Yeah, we've had a great Absolutely. time. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Thank you for letting me talk about myself and my life and me. <laughs> That's always fun, right? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, you'll have to let I us mean, know. Me, talk, have... me talking about me. Maybe you're not having fun me talking about me, but I'm having fun talking uh, about me. No, because we just <laughs> had the whole conversation about Thundercats and Storm. No, we are here with you. <laughs> Okay, good. Just, you know, I, I need a little validation every once in a while, you know, <laughs> actors. Like, you know, as soon as we get off here, I'm going to be tweeting Ryan Coogler and letting him know. Like, we need a Storm movie. We need Andrea in the next Black Panther. Let's let's go. Thank you. Thank you. I can see it now, people. 
at the end of Black Panther 2, it, you know, when they do the little the teaser scenes, what are, what are they called? Um, the little, the little after, the after credit scenes. Yes. That's, that's the reveal of Storm. Ooh. Oh, my God. Now. Oh, oh, my God. You're, you're, gonna, you're giving me a new ship. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll just write it. that now. Let's go. Perfect. I've, I've been talking to the universe about this, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying, to, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to make some moves happen. Look, we're here to support you. Definitely. Definitely. I, I can't wait to see that ending. That's going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> much, much appreciated. Much appreciated. All right. Well, that's all we got for you. Thank you so much for talking with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was such a pleasure. So much fun. You guys are awesome. Likewise. And I, I'm tweeting right now. So. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Oh, you're welcome. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, that was an awesome interview. That was great talking with her. Oh, no, she's pretty cool. Like, I haven't seen NCIS in a little bit. So, of course, you know what I'm going to be binge watching this summer? Um, so also, because yeah. Kinsey and Deeks, they, like, I loved them. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to be going back to watch Kinsey and Deeks and also now Harley, who I will ship with somebody. I know. Also, T'Challa, because she's going to be Storm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thundercats. That was, yeah, Storm. I, we I need Storm. loved Thundercats. Yes, but we need Storm. That would be, it has to happen. Come on, people, make it happen. I mean, you have Black Panther. You need exactly. Storm in there because there's certain things happen in the comic books. If right. you have, if you don't know, yeah, stuff and things, people. Come on, make it work. <laughs> All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to PureFandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossing, The Magicians, Krypton, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, and other shows that we recap every week. Like um, Siren. Yeah, and Siren. That was, That's another one. And there are also a lot of awesome writers over at Pure Fandom putting out some amazing work. Okay, yeah. Like Brad said, make sure you check out the site. Also, make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Facebook. I'm Jen Dev. He's Brad CB. You can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com if you have any thoughts or comments about um, this this episode or NCIS in general. If you ship Kinsey and Deeks like I do, just like send us a comment. Send us an email. And also, let us know what you think about Andrew's character. If you love Special Agent Harley and you happen to ship her with somebody, uh, like maybe LL Cool J's character, or hell, maybe Deeks. Maybe she'll be stealing Deeks from hell. Maybe she'll be stealing Kenzie from Deeks. Anything could happen. Or T'Challa can show up and I'll be happy with that too. So yeah, just let us know what you think and check us out on Facebook. It's uh, Brad and Court Talk, Pure Fandom Podcast, or just follow Pure Fandom there as well for the latest articles. And the latest shows that we'll be recapping. So, until next time, Thundercats, ho! ho! That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.